Blog Talk Radio. It's not the same, baby. You fell in love again with my best friend. I only slept with her because you didn't show up to my romantic overture. <laughs> but I really do love you. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everyone. This is David from Take2Radio, Soaps and Review, and I'm here with Anthony, Candace, Carolyn, and Will, and we're welcoming back a very generous guest, and very talented, (laughs) very talented. Emmy Award-winning actor-producer, and now he's reprising his role as Craig Wesley on Days of Our Lives. Let's welcome... Kevin Spiritus. Kevin Spiritus, (laughs) give me a chance. Hey, Kevin, before we get to the Sorry, sorry. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hey, hey. How are you? Before we get to the questions, will you help us celebrate something really, really awesome? <laughs> hmm. Okay, sure. It why is not? The, it is the birthday of um, one of our commentators who happens to be a soap star herself. Miss Candace, oh, I have prepared all day for this. Are you ready? Kevin, take it away. <laughs> Happy birthday to you and many more. <laughs> what a good one. Right. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, oh Kevin. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, guys. You're very welcome. Love Happy you, girl. Birthday. You know that. Oh, it's so much. Y'all need to see me. I'm, like, blessed over here. I'm like, okay, like. <laughs> Well, okay, if this was Kevin, Kevin, I would have taken your shirt off for you, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. I, I, yeah, we're I'm all talking now. Wait, wait. Okay. So one at a time, one at a time. Yeah, I, yeah. I heard my part, but I also heard Ex and Kevin, but I just would like to say this. Um, I'm glad to circle the earth for another year. Like I said That's before, right. before the show, not a lot of Stop people off. was able to, um, and I think – You know, people still should celebrate life and, you know, understand that, you know, every new year brings new promise, new hope, and new opportunities. So, again, I'm now 40. I'm happy with that. I'm glad. Baby. baby. Let me me tell you. Let let Grandpa over here tell you something. Okay. It gets better. It gets better. Tell him. Show it does. Really yeah, it so, and it gets better yep. starting now because uh, I'm, I'm talking to Kevin again. So, you know, there, there you go. Yeah. 
How could yeah. it be any? How could, that's right. It's the ultimate <laughs> best and better. There you go. It is. Um, so congratulations. Kevin, happy birthday. Thank, yes, sir. Thank happy you. Happy birthday, Candace. Thank you. Kevin, it is a pleasure to have you back again. You are probably, like I said, one of our most generous guests. Oh, absolutely. And, and we love having you every time. No, I love being had. It was meant with love. It was meant with um, um, absolute truth. Um, you guys are so supportive of, well, not just me, but everybody. So it's, it's great. Thank you. Great. So I'm going to start off. I'm going to start you off with some thought-provoking questions. Okay. Are you ready um, for part one? Yes, if you hear a little crunch here and there, it's because I have not eaten all day. The dog is barking outside. It's not my dog, so apologize for that, folks. And, um, and go. Okay. <laughs> here we go. What advice would today's Craig Wesley give to the past Craig Wesley? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Hmm. Well, you know, this is a very interesting question, and I think it has several parts to it because, you know, excuse me, for me, um, going back to the days of our lives right now, as a gay man stepping into a gay role, and gay man is just a label. It's silly. We're all humans. Um, But um, there's a line that Craig says, in his, I think he says it today. Actually, I think he got it. Did you see the show today yet? Yes, I mm. did. Um, it, did what? Did Johnny Demiro run around with his shirt off or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, yes. yeah. all I so saw I think, today, but I, I think Chloe, I think Chloe comes up to uh, and says something to Craig like, "What, what are you doing?" And um, he basically says, "You know." I am not going to apologize for my truth anymore. Something to that effect. I can't remember the lines ever so yeah, long ago, yeah. but I remember standing in that, like, you know what? You may not get it, and the person next to you may not get it, and no one else may get it, but I get it. And the, the sooner one person can step into their own truth and accept themselves for who they are, the easier it will be. And um, there are there is a couple of scenes... I'm choking. Hold on one second here. Ah, um, There's a couple of scenes that were with uh, Nancy where he admits to, um, so uh, I think she says something about, this is the longest answer. She says something about, um, so it was all, you didn't know these feelings. And he goes, I didn't have any idea who I was at that time. And I think, I think, Back in the day, um, especially for me growing up, it was not acceptable. There was so much, there was so much uh, uh, anger and, 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 and outcasts, and, and gay was a liability, and it was a horrible thing. So um, I would just say Craig today can turn back to say to Craig yesterday or Craig before, and um, welcome to your, your new life. And um, 
the sooner you embrace that, the easier it will be to breathe and to maneuver and to not only love others, but to love yourself. That's here, here. Yep. That is beautiful. And and there's an important there's an important part of that. The sooner you can grieve. Sooner you what? I didn't hear that. The the most important part of that piece was the sooner you can grieve. Oh, I, I was saying breathe. That's what that. Oh, breathe. Yes, you are going to grieve. Nope. Yeah, breathe. I think I think we hold our breath, and we don't live our life fully because we're so afraid that if we take the wrong step or we we say the wrong word or we yeah we dip the wrong way, you're not you're not in um, alignment. Um, no. There is a grief that I'm sure accompanies that. Um, he, uh, Craig says to Nancy, you know, we had however many years, we have two beautiful children. She says, do not tell me what we have, you know. But I think also in Craig's younger self-defense, he was just as lost as the next person. And he didn't want to deal with this at a certain time of his life. And it, it's no – it's. Listen, Nancy had a baby without telling Craig, come on. True. <laughs> and then he finds yeah. out, he's like, oh, come on. There's been, some, there's been some things done unto each other. But um, there's nothing, I, I have to play it like this. I have to play that there's nothing but love toward the woman who has stood by him the whole time. And um, yeah. good times and bum times. Uh, they made it through, and something happened halfway through the you know the story of his life, and all of a sudden there's a change, and there's a there's a um, a new feeling bubbling up, and I, I think that's a very it's not it's not rare, it's not uncommon. Um, nope. I know several people who've gone through this situation, and I'm and I'm more than ever to them so excited and proud that they found their truth and they found their path and that they're going to celebrate who they really are for the first time. But there is an allowance that needs to be made um, to, um, to the person you've spent this life with because now you've got to dismantle that. And that's, that's the tricky part. That's the real hard part, I think, for this relationship uh, to happen, you know. That's that's awesome. Thank you so much for that. Thanks one. for the ready for question. part two. Sure, why not? <laughs> this is <laughs> this is gonna take in another direction. <laughs> so, if you were in casting at Days of Our Lives, what actress would you like to see play Craig and Nancy's daughter Joy? Woohoo! I I can't even begin to answer that. Um, only because I don't know who Joy is now. I mean, we didn't know we didn't know who Craig was until Craig is come back into the campus, right? So I mean, how old is Joy going to be? Is she coming back? Are they talking about um, her coming back? I have no idea. For for hoping, uh, I heard she was. I heard Patrika say in her role that Joy was in grad school. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think I think um, 
to not uh, to not uh, leave out or discount uh, story points. There's things that have been said. I'm not sure what is absolutely the correct um, uh, bio of these people, but I think that there is um, uh, any any actress who can walk and talk and cry. That would be the, the actress for me. <laughs> there you go. And you know they yeah they, they gotta go. they gotta look like they gotta look like Nadia Bjorland. Come on, there's a there's our oh, daughter. Well, jeez, the beautiful. You know. I don't. Is that possible? I wonder. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Isn't it? Oh, thank you, Kevin, yeah. for your questions. Will, you ready? Yes. Hello. Hi, Ola, Kevin. How Hello. are you today? Um, hi, I'm Good. Willie. I'm Party Will. It's an honor to have you here with everyone, and I'm the newbie, so here we go. Okay. Okay, um, newbie, number let's one. do it. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in two years? Oh, gosh, Maui. <laughs> oh, no, um, oh uh, I love that. I love that. Um, okay. No, okay. I, I, say, I say Maui because mm-hmm. um, uh, it's one of my favorite places on this planet and because of covid of course there there hasn't mm-hmm. been traveling for uh, for me anyway um i <clears throat> i have threatened that i need a break and i need a vacation um so i'm hopefully i'm i'm being hopeful in the sense that at some point within the next few years i can at least take a vacation there i don't know i um i would like to um I would like to be uh, at a place where I can reap the benefits of the work I have invested in so far in my life and my career, but um, uh, with After Forever and Michael having passed away last year, uh, my collaborator, um, there's a lot more I had to take on, and I, I am determined and committed to seeing this show uh, film its final season that we wrote together uh, at the end of April and beginning of May. And then also um, I'd like to find distribution for it in a way that it can be celebrated all over the world. That's, 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 a, that's where I'd like to see myself in two years uh, uh, creatively and uh, production-wise. Um, and I'm just still growing myself and, you know, climbing out of this pandemic like everybody else. I'm trying to get out of it better than I came into it, and um, and and better. You know, just take care of my health in all areas. That's you know, to be spiritually and to be mentally and physically aligned and um, and open to the next possibility. I, I we don't have two years from now. We have right now. That's that's what it is. The birthday girl. The birthday girl knows that. You know, and we all know that. Preach it. You know. uh-huh. I love preach, it. I love it. Preach. And that's okay. and I'd like to see so, Dr. Craig Wesley come back as a preacher. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> well, I love you as Craig on on the show. It's great having you back. Uh, here's my second question: Thank you. Do you have any passion projects that you are working on, or that you could tease? Uh, Besides after forever, right now, <laughs> yeah, um, it's it. You know, there's a couple of. Things I'm spitting, but they're in such baby stages. Uh, it's not even worth. I mean, no. After Forever has um, taken up the um, 
the front seat and the front burner and the and the back seat and the back burner and the sidecar and the um, caboose <laughs> and everything else. Uh, there's just a lot to do. And this year, um, because of COVID, all right, um, there's so much more um, that has to go into the prep and the preparation for getting it the, the show done safely. Um, Michael's not around in person to go, wait, we need to redo that line there and make sure that, you know, so the scripts were written uh, by he and I. Uh, they're ready to go. Um, I'd like to uh, keep his memory alive and to keep his legacy front and center and, and what we've done together. Um, that's very important to me. Uh-huh. And um, so that's, that's, the, that's the pet project right now, really. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ma. Um, Thank you, new, newbie. Uh, Candace? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Kevin, so I have two questions for you. But first, okay. before but I even first. go with the questions, I wanted to congratulate you as well as Michael on your recent best writing for a drama series at the Academy of West yes. Television Awards. Yeah. Um, I was happy when I when I saw, I was like yeah, <laughs> and I had to immediately tweet you guys and say congratulations because uh, it's an amazing show and I cannot wait for the next season and I'm gonna celebrate. I'll let me know. Let's I'll celebrate, celebrate it. Let's celebrate it. Thank let's you. celebrate it. I'll have the wine. I'll have the fruit, the cheese, and everything okay. else in between. I will. I will do it. Oh, so I wanted to we, um, state that. Like have, have well, an event in New York. Thank you. What? Say, have an event in New- I said like, have an event in New York, oh. like a viewing party or something. Well, we'll, um, we'll I'm sure there we'll will talk. be screen. I'm sure there will be screenings. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Let, yeah, let's we'll let's it get out. the we'll third season it. filmed first. You know, let's get it filmed <laughs> first. <laughs> yeah, so and, and, and I'm pushing for for a Florida event as well. <laughs> can, oh, yeah. uh, Carolyn and I can can debate back and forth where it's going to be Miami or Tampa, but we need one up in. <laughs> Up in yeah. there, candlestick. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> I hear. Yeah, I hear I, I, can, I, hear I can see this. I can see when the when the season is filmed and it's you know the screen. It could be New York, Florida. It could be like Santa Barbara, California. You know, global. <laughs> well, I see it now. How about this? Where do you see yourself in two years at the end of this, so we can do the screening there? But I'm bummed. But I'm You know, I will be that, what forty two. Oh. <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it because I'm just like everybody else. I I miss traveling. <laughs> I miss I miss going. Oh, like, I I'm just like I miss it so much. And but you know, safety first, and you know, right. this right. hopefully this too shall pass, and we can get back to quote unquote <laughs> normal, whatever the new normal right. may be. Because you know, but. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. an, that's another topic for another day. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so so I my question is if you could title your biography, right? What title would you pick and why? What would the title of your bio be? Oh, that's good, Candace. You know, come up with something. Yeah, I, I wish you would have given me these questions before. Gosh, these are good <laughs> questions. Um, <laughs> Well, no, I, I don't. I don't disagree. I think this is, I just. I don't want to give it a quick. Um, 
Um, uh, standing straight does not necessarily mean you're standing tall. Something about that. Ooh. Uh, 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 um, Ooh. I think there's, I think there's um, something to do with full circle, something to do mm-hmm. with um, uh, the breathing that we talked about. Um, uh, I'm, <laughs> just before the interview, I just read that Sally um, Kellerman passed away. Who I, I heard about that. Actress. Yeah. And I just, uh, you know, I'm just sort of like, oh, and I, I worked with her uh, in several different benefits, and I just thought she was such a wildly interesting person. And, you know, how do you, how do you even get her bio out there? You know, what would it be? But I just, um, I'm touched by the question because um, it, it makes you step up. It makes you. Um, mm-hmm. It requires you to drop the shit the shit um, around you. Um, it, it's okay. uh, there's there's too much going on. No, there's too much going on in our planet in our world, and mm-hmm. we are we are um, we're going to suffer, folks, if we have not. I mean, look at Ukraine. Look at what I mean. It's, oh, you yeah. can't stop this this train right now and you've got to be able to breathe through it. And so I, and I think just fighting the acceptance of who I was for so long, um, being straight versus gay or passing and all that stuff, you know, um, someone just the other day just said, Oh, what a waste. And I went, I'm sorry. What's the waste? You know, I was like, I was so, yeah. Oh, you know, I'm just joking. No, I don't take that as a joke. There's nothing I would say about you waste. It's like me saying you're a waste because you're not gay. You know, it's it, it's and she said it in such a biting way. So anyway, um, I tried to heal that as as it was coming at me. So that's part of the uh, the lesson, the bio, I guess. I'm thinking. I, I I can see that the first one that you had it was a title, and I can see full circle yeah, yeah. as a chapter in the book. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going to be my okay. co-writer. Let's throw I'm one more chapter in there. Well, I'm, here, mind. I'm yeah. here for you, Kevin. I'm here for you. You need a writer or somebody to look an editor. Yeah. I'm your girl. <laughs> <laughs> I got Guys, I got to throw one more chapter in there if you don't mind. I would do anything to act, but I won't do that. <laughs> Wait, one more time. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Say it again. I would do anything to act, but I won't do that. Oh, we just lost no. meatloaf too. Good. Yeah, I know. I mean, there yeah. could be also a chapter where it could be my days of my of my life. Like it could be something the days tie of my life. The sh- yeah, something to tie in. Well, you know, again, kept, and kept, the kept, epilogue could be after people. forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, like t- towards the end, that could be after forever. This is what I've learned. This is who I am, yes. and this is what I want to share with the. We just wrote your whole book. We gave you the whole outline, Kevin. Well, I'm here for you. I'm telling you, there is something that um, uh, since Michael has passed, um, and as I go in to start raising money for season three, uh, I, I'm constantly conjuring up, you know, his image, his story. Um, I'm explaining it to people who don't really know because I'm going to new people outside of the circle that I'm used to going to. And there's a lot to go on um, about because you have to teach the people what this was and how it got to be where it is. And 
Mm-hmm. And I do know that um, my journaling has been um, very helpful to me because now there's um, there's a story, and I, and I I just used this as a tease, but it's um, you know, now it's after Michael. What happens after Michael? Mm. And um, yeah. Yeah. and I I don't I don't mean it to be significant, but it's it's. There was so much in my life that I was doing before I met Michael and how I was running my life. And then I, I had to step into something because I was, excuse me, I was the one who tossed it to Michael and said, hey, let's do a show. No, I'm serious. Let's do this thing about gay men over 30. And he was like, oh, okay, he's serious. So I tossed my hat over the wall, and I had to go follow it, basically. And um, and then there were things that Michael would point out to me about my creative process with the writing. Because I'm I'm not the wordsmith; he's the wordsmith. And he said, "No, Kevin, you're a writer. So I've got to learn how to write now. After Michael, I've got to learn how to write on my own or with another person. You know, all that stuff." It's wonderful. How is that? Thank you. And actually, my second question was about Michael. Um, what was like something that he he gave you, like a piece of advice that he gave mm-hmm. you that still is in your heart, will always be in your heart and live on. And I think you just gave one of them is that you're a writer, and yes. he gave you well, that encouragement. He gave you that. Um, I have this written down here. Um, hold on one second. Let me find it because this is um. This is uh, something he said all the time uh, once it became, um, uh, how about, okay. Um, This was um, from his, the speech that we had, um, when when we won the, uh, okay, so the first night of the Emmys in 2019, we won four awards. We won Best director was uh, Jennifer Peppermint. Uh, Aaron Cherry won supporting actress. I took home uh, actor, and uh, we won best writing. And then the final night, the Sunday night, was when we took home best series. And it was it was just decided a long time prior to us getting up there that Michael would, if we went for writing, Michael was of course going to accept it. And then um, and I said, hey, take it. Take it home. Go do the uh, the best act, the best series too. Um, so this is what he said. Um, uh, where is it, where is it? There is life after grief. You can honor the love you still have for the person who is gone, and still move on to have a life as you continue. I'll read it again. There is life after grief. You can honor the love you still have for the person who is gone and still move on to have a life as you continue. And those words in that speech, I, I try to live by those. I try to push myself forward to, to get out of the, um, the malaise of uh, profound sadness that one day you're writing, one day you're, you're creating fiction, and the next day you're living it. Um, it was it was such a it, it still is in my mind it's such a uh, abstract time last year or uh, the first year of 2020 because um 
not only was Michael sick, uh, but we had the craziest political world going on. We had COVID. We were isolated. We were people were breaking up, and they were everything was just one of the worst um, times we could probably ever imagine. And here we are now moving into another area of craziness over in Russia and Ukraine. And I think that yeah. um, we have to keep. We have to get out of this better than we came into it. Are we going to be gone? We're going to be we're going to be on the six feet under. So um, mm-hmm. I, I, I try I try yeah. to um, I try to ex- acknowledge the grief, but then I try to separate from it. Yeah, that's, that's what you have to do. I mean, now, now who? Now wait, who's who's cooking or who's doing something over there with a, a top? Because like all I hear is this high pitched screwing into my earpiece. <laughs> so, I don't know who's making a drink over not, there or dinner, I, but boy, I can, I can wait, honestly say it's it not me. It's not me. No. Is uh, it this? You hear it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I hear it. Oh, yep. Okay, that was me then. I apologize. I was making a cocktail well, no to problem. enjoy tonight. Oh, uh, well, you have to make it before. You have to make it before and pass them out. Yeah, I, 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 I'm like, I'm waiting to eat after this. So I don't even know what I'm going to eat, to be honest. I so like much, very much ideas. apologize. <laughs> okay. You're okay, Anthony. That's it. I mean, like I said, again, congratulations mm-hmm. on the win. And I just want to thank you for being you and you. continue to stay positive because we need positivity sure. instead of the negativity. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Carolyn? Hello, hello, Kevin. How are you? Hi. I'm good, Carolyn. How are you doing today? I'm, do- I'm doing well. Um, this is uh, – uh, you're, you're doing an absolutely – a wonderful job to get the the message the message out. I I uh, I commend you and I I appreciate all that you're doing. You said um, grief. You made you know comment. Um, I I know I kind of know what what you're you're going through and you can't, if you if you stay with it you'll swall you'll be swallowed up. So just have to. Well, I, I- I think that I, I talk about this a lot now because um, I'm very clear on it. And it's, it's this process that has made this next statement the most um, uh, solid piece of evidence. That what you focus upon becomes your life. Absolutely. Yes. That's what you, focus, that mm-hmm. what you think about, that's what you speak about, that's, how, if yes. that's what you – it becomes your existence. And we create every single step of our life from now to this moment, and in this moment. And anything we say, do, think, or or offer is uh, there's tonality to the to the words, and there's tonality to the uh, the vibration. I mean, and I think that uh, one has to one has to remind oneself how to speak into the positive or to the to the uh, the vast greatness of which we all come from because if not all the universe is hearing is well they're just complaining so let's give them more to complain about that's all we're gonna uh, that's, you know, right. that's what it has yeah, yeah. And, um, so i mean if you're every thought every thought, <laughs> the and, thought I, and i believe that 
Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I believe that we are, we are supposed to cry. We are supposed to feel grief. We are supposed to feel lost. This is what they were, they were embedded in us to experience this, but to wallow, to uh, take up real estate in these areas is not always the best thing. And it doesn't mean that you can't, you can't, you don't have to ever turn away from them. And I think that's what After Forever talks about is you have a person who meant so much to you, you can't let them go. But at the same time, especially in the third season, you'll see is Brian has to learn how to integrate a healthy side of himself and a healthy side of Jason who's no longer there. You know, so they don't, it doesn't consume him. We're all a work that, in progress. <laughs> that's right, baby. We is a work in progress. Yes, yes. So My you. first question is, did you have any input on the storyline, the way it was played out? Uh, was it your decision? Mm-hmm. Was it the writers? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you all work together? How did, how did it come about? Um, well, Patrika didn't ever believe me when I said this, but um, the night we won Best Series at the Emmys, Ron Calvary uh, uh, came up to us and said, um, congratulations. He Actually, he was talking to me, and Michael was sort of talking to someone else, and, but uh, he said, congratulations. I really love the show. You guys did a great job. You deserve the award, and blah, blah, blah. And he left. And as he was saying this, I had this voiceless voice in my head say out loud, Craig's going to come back as gay. That's, oh. I just, I, that was, that was oh, my wow. feeling. And, I, and I'm, not just, I'm not just saying this. this day. I remember it was this voiceless voice, and I turned to Michael, and when he came back, I said, Sharon just gave us a really great compliment. You think Craig, you think Craig will ever come back gay? And he, I'm like, you just never know. But I, well, your I intuition. sort of felt it. Your intuition. Yeah. I think we know everything. And when when Ron, well, when they called me up to um, to let me know that they wanted to bring me back, and I said, and he's going to come out, and Marnie Saeed uh, said, um, yeah, how did you know? I said, I don't know. I just had this <laughs> feeling. Um, and I think it's actually, I think it's good for the storyline on, on, on the level, uh, several levels. I think it's good because real life is real life. And soap operas, with their happy endings, don't always work out. And but it's also it's truth being revealed in front of you, and I think that's a really, really interesting thing to play and to create. So um, I did not have any. I, I just remember asking Ron that no matter what we do, that we come to it from a a very profound place of. Um, Working it out, and um, you'll see how this it goes. I can't say too much more about it, but there's some things well, that I come feel, up. I, and feel, I, I feel, and I don't know who's going to agree with me. Uh, they're doing a a fabulous job, um, being hmm. very sensitive. Uh, you know, we all we all know somebody that's gone through whether um, you know your your situation on the show where I'm divorced. Um, I had mm-hmm. a, you know, you go through the stages, you go through all, we're all, as you say, we're all human and we, mm-hmm. we've all experienced sure. it at one time in our life, but I think they're dealing with it very, uh, very well. Uh, and you're doing a, 
a fabulous job, and I watched today, Thank and you. I I could see I could see, and you can say yes or no. There there's a certain amount of pain, uh, and you know it must be difficult acting, doing doing this this role. Um, it's got to bring back some some memories. Uh, do you agree? Uh, yeah, I. Um, Craig's coming out is much different than Kevin's coming out. Um, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I was not in a marriage by any sense of the word, and um, I, I rebelled against it for a very long time, my own uh, coming out, because I didn't, I just didn't see it having to be. Um, anyone's business but mine and it still isn't anyone's business but mine because we are all I say this over and over we are the same we come from the same source we came from the same earth yes. we can you know all it's, it's it goes up and it evaporates and starts over again I think for me I had such a bad uh, interpretation and, and idea of what gay meant growing up and it, you know, the liability. It was, it was a horrible thing. You did, you, it was, um, it was an outcast. It was just everything. It was negative came with that word, and I built up so much uh, resistance against being in that community that it, it, it actually, it, it kind of uh, stunted my growth in, in certain ways, and. Um, <sighs> Can you imagine you being find, an actor? Would you, you find it well, harder coming thinking, out? Um, like I, I'm thinking, you're an actor on the show, and you're you're coming out on the show to like millions and millions of people. No, I came out. I came out. I came out when I did After Forever. I mean, I was out before no, I, that. I was, but 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 for me, it was. Um, I mean, Michael and I even discussed it. You know, it's not going to be a a secret anymore in any way because you're going to step into this role. But for me, um, what I was just going to say was the, um, the stunted areas of my life were because I just, I, I couldn't look at that part of myself. And I, I would, I would put so much stuff in front of me as a, as a, not like a shield, but just as a, almost this is a buffer. I don't want to be seen as that. So imagine being an actor myself going into an audition and not wanting to come across um, light <laughs> or, or effeminate or um, right. like a girl or gay or whatever the, whatever the noise is in your head. So you, you then put this thing, this thing in, on top of that and you walk in the door and it's, hi, how are you? And you're speaking through that whole channel, right? Mm. And then you sit down and you go to do the audition. So now you're putting that character on top of this thing that's on top of you. How do yeah. you act? And one day I just sort of like realized that. I went, oh, God, this is redonkulous. <laughs> um, I started to look at that. I, you know, I went to therapy and I, I saw that it, whatever the world was saying about gay meant that I was going to not be accepted or I would be killed because you're not supposed to fit in this way. You're supposed to fit in that way. So that's yeah. what I would also go back to tell Craig, you know, uh, the Craig mm-hmm. today and the Craig yesterday. 
Well, it was part of my uh, my second question um, mm-hmm. to tell us how how you felt and you've. Um, I I it's interesting. It, I'm a, a hairstylist. I've been a hairstylist for 62 years. So I was in. Uh, I worked with gays for years from the mm-hmm. time I was mm-hmm. well, 16. And all mm-hmm. this I can't relate to because we all had a lot of fun. They had great quality, great in, in, interior right. designers, great in clothes, great in makeup. And uh, right. well, you're you're fortunate that you have come this far. I commend you, and you're well, doing a you. wonderful job. Thank you. Thank I, you. I, thank you. And I and I just want to say, there's a lot of people who are watching the show now, and they are, um, uh, they're angry. Um, that, yes. Uh, um, yeah. Craig is um, mm-hmm. Craig is uh, yep. deserting and 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 mm. and upsetting this perfect. Uh, marriage, blah blah blah. Well, first of all, that was not a perfect marriage. And second of all, um, no <laughs> marriage. Is. No marriage is. It. It's a soap no opera marriage. It. it can't be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but what's what's the difference if he if he? Um, well, they were. I think everyone was liking the, the fact that she was. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> they were all very excited that I was that the character was accepting of this woman who was uh, a larger size and it was um, a high school sweetheart love situation. And that's, that is all absolutely true in in the storyline. Yeah. Here, uh, one day a script comes in. Uh, I, I like to call these the, um, like the sunrise is now there's the sunrise of right. the new day. And then you're now oh, going to deal with this feeling. If the script wasn't there and it was real life, you'd be like, I met this person. He's going to be so excited. You know, how do I, how do I do Okay. I got to cover this. I can't be seen. You know, that's something that would be real. That's something that would, you bumped into someone at the subway. I was just talking about you. You know, these things happen, period. I like to joke that I could have been on the moon the day that I met Michael Slade and he would have been up there. I would have run into him. Um, yeah. So these things happen, and um, so you have the split camp of, um, you know. <clears throat> well, it's um, <laughs> it's quite it's quite <clears throat> an awakening I find that's going on today, and it's uh, this this is all this is all good, and I I commend uh, Days for bringing this. Um, on the show, I think. I, well, I love Dave. That's that's my favorite. <laughs> I I think I think is the end of this whole storyline because you know you you see stuff coming already. You know that you know some of the people involved now. There is I think there is um, there's an opportunity for everyone to witness and to see just how much love Craig gets to experience. And you get to really look at um, uh, Nancy, and you get to really take it in with um, uh, Chloe, which I think is really beautifully done. I can't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm very proud. Of, I'm very proud of the work so far, and I didn't know it was all going to run together so nicely with COVID having been the way it is, <laughs> keeping in and out people from going in and out of that studio. Are you ready? Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. You're very welcome. Thanks, Carolyn. You're... <clears throat> hey, Kevin. It's Anthony. Um, Pride Connection. Hi, Anthony. I'm sure you remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. I know. I know our Anthony. 
Yeah. You've got a you've got a couple more minutes for us, right? Because I've got a couple of questions yeah, yeah. for you. All right. So just from a purely, absolutely purely soap fan perspective, I have mm-hmm. to root for the fact I have to root that Kevin uh, excuse me, that Craig <laughs> will meet and come across Leo, aka Greg Reichardt. I, I just have to see those interactions. And and Ron, if you're listening and it hasn't been scripted yet, and I know Ron personally as well, Ron, if you're listening and it hasn't been scripted yet, Craig and and Leo absolutely have to interact with each other. They have to. <laughs> but. You touched on my first question, um, and I have three for you. You touched on my on my first <laughs> question already, but I, I want to throw it back to you again. Um, mm-hmm. Other soaps have done the storyline, you know, most notably The Young and the Restless with Tracy and Brad Carlton, um, One Life mm-hmm. to Live with Marcy and Al, but the most real, the most in-depth storyline that we've ever gotten – of a really, you know, forgive me, you're hot. It is what it is. You were hot then, you're hot now. Um, of a hot guy loving and, and really loving a bigger woman came with, with mm-hmm. Craig and Nancy. So you touched on it already that there's anger. And, and, and I think to a certain extent, and I'm a gay man. Our listeners know mm-hmm. this, but I'm going to say it again. I'm a gay man. I think that there's a justification in the anger that some folks have because that storyline was so integral at the time. It, it it made people talk. It made people it made people think out of their normal boxes. So, what do you say to the fans out there about that that period and where Craig is now? You know what I mean. I, I, well, I know. I, I think you have to look, you have to look at it, and I hear what you're saying. And I, you have to look at it as uh, if this was real life, because um, you know they're not just writing stuff to. Uh, people might say, "Oh, there's something coming up on days." First of all, there's spoilers every two seconds now. You can't watch the show yeah, without knowing you know spoilers the day before. So yeah. that's that's a big change. But I think for. Um, if you're really going to look at it, uh, you, uh, we are living our lives on a daily basis. You, uh, real people, us, not the people in Salem. We are, <laughs> get up, we feed the cat, we make our orange juice, we, we go to the store, we go to the bank, and da 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 da. And you meet people and you talk to them and you have a relationship with someone here, and all that stuff is happening, and something changes. That's real life. So here, on a daily basis, they are handing you a script. They are giving you a story. And nothing else exists except that which is on the page. I am sure they did not think of this uh, 25 years ago when they said, now we're going to bring Craig on and we're going to make him gay later on. He'll come out and blah, blah, blah. If they would have done that. <laughs> then I think they would have had a different storyline. I, I personally would have thought maybe. Yes. Because they, they, might, they, might, they might follow Craig into a, a dark room, like an office going, why am I feeling this? You know, like we're not seeing, we're not seeing what happened uh, with this person that he's talking about. Right? We, we don't, we're, yeah. seeing a, we're seeing Craig be accused of having an affair. Something, some, the stuff that made Nancy come back to um, Chloe, 
in Salem is because she's witnessing something funky in New York with Craig. So that's why this thing happened. Now, off camera, you're not seeing that. You're not seeing it in the story. So you have mm-hmm. to take it for face value that this is the way the story is happening and this is how it could very easily be real life. So I guess the answer is um, I don't know anything until it's on the page. And then I have to make the absolute allowances or accommodations to bring those uh, stories to life. Okay, I want to follow up on that, and if I have to cut my third question, I absolutely will. (laughs) Oh, go for it. (laughs) No, honestly, and and that answer was absolutely beautiful, and as a gay man, you know, I I looked in the mirror one day when I still had sight, um, but I looked in the mirror one day and I said, Oh, oh no, 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 no! I'm, I'm not gonna live this life, and I'm gonna, you know, do whatever I have to do. And then, the mirror kind of talked back to me and said, "Oh no, you're not. You are who you are. You're gonna be whoever you're gonna be." <laughs> so well, having said that's that, that's a very though, smart mirror. <laughs> yeah, it was a very, very smart mirror. Absolutely, I was at Hofstra University was, in Long was, Island, but I probably, yeah, it was probably a very, very but, advanced, um, uh, educated, and and. Uh, uh, very forgiven mind that created that because I couldn't do that at that time. I, my, and that's, I worked my and that's the beautiful off. thing. Everybody's journey is their journey. We right. can't judge yes. and, and hold people accountable for what they don't know or they don't know how to feel. Absolutely. Well, listen, I think the moment someone says, I don't know, um, is the time in which the equation, if I say to you, if I say to you, what's two plus two? You say four. But if I say, what is, uh, what's the answer to three divided by square root of 17 uh, times pi point five decimal <laughs> equals? As soon as I say equals, the answer exists. But the time in which you may have to work it out has to be yes. taken until you get to yes. it. So, for, for, so, again, the journeys are very clear. They're all different. But... Uh, how many people don't start doing the work? How many people? So Craig is probably something, something physically and, and, and physiologically is, is changed within him. And he's probably fought this in, in a private area because he's, he's not on camera seeing, seeing this happen. This is how I have to look at it. If I'm going to take it face value. And that's how people are, because the soap world, they're like, uh-uh, uh-uh, that's not what I want you to do. This is how they should do it. You know, they're telling the story on their own in the TV room, watching the TV or the computer, whatever they're watching. Just saying. I, I, I'm a huge advocate. I'm constantly telling folks, listen, if you're going to accept, you know, multiple people coming back from the dead, if you're going to accept this, if you're going to accept that, then you need to be willing if to accept If you're going to accept the devil the- possessing people. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Then you need to accept that this is, this is Christ's journey. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. to, to, the fans, to the fans out there that they lived and, and, and died by the, the Nancy and Christ. <laughs> That you know, mm-hmm. it gave them everything. When and again, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not trying to hit on you. I've got my partner, and we're very, very happy. But <laughs> you know, the hot guy loved this woman, loved her for who she is, loved her. I, I, me personally, the way I'm interpreting it is, she was his best friend. 
He loved her. He loved her he, and does love her. He loves her to the end of the earth. He'll die for her. But now it's not the romantic love that he thought it was because these other parts of him are coming out. But to the fans that mm-hmm. lived and died by the fact that a guy like Craig, who was beautiful, could see something beautiful in Patrika, a.k.a. Nancy, mm-hmm. talk to them just a little bit to buffer the fact that, that they're hurting on this because they've lived their whole lives thinking, okay, this hot guy loved Nancy, and now, oh, it was all a lie, he's gay. Well, again, I think you have to... Um... Hmm. I had a great aunt named Edna. Oh, she talked like this. She was my favorite aunt. I really loved her. Um, That's my aunt, Eddie. And she she had three children. And very shortly after um, the baby was born, the last baby, um, her husband died suddenly. And this is back in my dad's generation, my my grandmother's generation. So... um, it was it, people's health was not the best at that time. You know, it was a different world. And um, she never remarried. She never went out on a date again. She focused on work for her kids and her um, providing for her family. Um, she lived very, very small, like her, but you know, very, very no frills. Very focused. I remember when. Yeah, because, you know, she would not allow herself to, like, I think she was probably a woman who thought, if I am seen going out with another man, that means I didn't have love for my husband who just died. That's one of those things. And you just didn't do that. It was of the time. So now, I remember sitting with her one day. (laughs) There's a lot of parts of the story, but this is a good one. She, um, I was talking to her and a couple friends, uh, relatives, at a dinner table about Terms of Endearment, the movie. The table was by far loving that this movie had won all these Academy Awards and Sean McLean and the story and the overcoming the death of the daughter, blah, 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 blah. And Anthony says, oh, I just don't believe that story. That, that's, not, that's not real life. And I, we all just stopped in our tracks and went, excuse me? This woman who lost her husband like that, was not even able to see that this movie was reflecting something about her. So yeah. people, people don't want to see. People don't want to do the work of the equation. Um, you know, this is... Um, so I say to the, I say to the fans, um, again, I had no intention of going against anything that was being written, even back in the day. Uh, I know Nan, uh, Patrika would once in a while throw a fit going, you know, last time our fa- our fans saw us that we were doing this, this, and this. And I'd say the rest of it happened off camera. Continue on with the scene, please. You know, we had to like find our <laughs> rhythm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but she said, what about, I said, that's not our job to worry about what about. You know, we would laugh at that. But I think, um, I think this is some of the greatest work Patrika's ever done. Yeah. You know, and I think that um, if, as much as her character has to show her hurt my character has to withhold the hurt because anything I do I know I'm going to I mean those scenes where he comes out to her I think the last thing he wants to do is to actually admit this because if he does it means it's going to hurt her it's going to hurt him it's going to hurt exactly 
And I think that that just is too much for people to handle. You've done a beautiful job of explaining this, and I will tell you this. I am going to share our episode tonight as far and wide as I possibly can because I, I really do believe that people need to understand that it's not a linear <laughs> process, and it's not the same process for any one of us that go through it. And those of us that do it at 19, 29, 39, 79, it is what it is, and, and we have to love and accept. All right. My question, too, goes back to Ever for After, and I want you to plug mm-hmm. Riley's, and wait, wait. I want you to plug. It goes back to what? It goes, it goes back to, to Ever for After. After forever, after forever. Yeah, after forever. Sorry. Oh my. I guess you can tell that I've actually had a couple of sips of that cocktail. (laughs) um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry that it was distracting you. I I I will be more aware of that in podcasts in the future. But um, so we have Riley's, which bridges you know what will be season three with season two, to a certain extent. But it's also a love letter. So since it's been out there for, you know, almost a year now, and, you know, you're ramping up at season three, what – Wait, wait, from... you're saying that Riley's Unforgettable School Project was – Yeah. Know, I'm sorry. So it's, I'm saying it's really that it, a standalone. It, it's, it's a standalone, but it, it's a standalone, but for, for those of us that are so invested in the show and are waiting mm-hmm. anxiously for, for season three, mm-hmm. it's some, it, you know, it's a crumb. It, it, you know, I'm not going to go into mm-hmm. as, you know, the Sex and the City reboot, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, it's, right. it's, it's something that, that we're hanging on to. Um, but it's also – and I don't think – I don't think and, – and we did have – conversations on Pride Connection, and I, I will throw right. in the show notes how they can go hear those. Um, it's a love letter to Michael, in a way. And, I, and mm-hmm. I wanted you to point folks to Riley's in case they haven't experienced it, but I also wanted you to kind of touch on how producing that you know, as as everything that was happening with with Michael at the time and and post Michael, how how that made you as a man, as 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 Kevin mm. himself, how how that pushed you into the next dimension of because season three when it you know when it fully is wrapped, it's going to be completely on your shoulders because you're accepting that. Um, Some folks would have said Michael's I, gone and I <clears> love him, but. I'm going to go on to something else because he's not here well, to to carry this through with me. Well, I, I hear what you're saying. And, um, I, I just don't think that's the way we, we roll. Um, <clears throat> Michael and I, from the very beginning, we acknowledged that we were going to become partners 50-50. And... Um, that's just what it was about. And uh, when Michael, uh, so right after we launched season one, um, Michael learned that he had contracted uh, prostate cancer, a very rare form of the prostate cancer, and it had presented somewhere else. So, so that's how we just had to start navigating it differently. And, because of the success that was starting to happen with season one, 
and the reviews and the awards, uh, the uh, film festivals, I mean, I started to say to Michael, you know, we should start to think about season two because we can do this now and we should maybe do season two and three together so we get them filmed out of the way. It'll be cheaper. Like just get it all put in the bag, put in the can. And we had every intention to. So Michael, through his chemo, through his work, uh, I said to him, how do you want me to help you heal? How do you want me to you – because know, I even said to him at one point, what do you think about putting at the end of season two, Brian gets diagnosed with cancer. And he goes, absolutely not. This is not the story we set out to write. We set out to write a love story and, and a healing story. I said, okay, I was just maybe offering a little, you know, esoteric and metaphysical way to heal yourself through this care, you know. But anyway, I didn't joke about it. It was just I, that was my idea. But he shut it down very quickly. And I said, you just need to tell me how to help you help yourself because I don't want to be the one who's going to every day say, how are you? Uh, what's going on now? Are you, are, you, are you okay? How's the chemo? That's not how it's going to be. Um, and we came up with a very solid way of support. And then I said, great. The rest is business as usual. And we did. We wrote the stories. We, we, he went off and wrote this um, both seasons. I read them back to back one night. Um, he said, "There's a, he said there's a specific episode that you're going to knock this roof off with." And I said, "Yep, I know what that is." And you know, and that was it. And then we couldn't do both seasons back to back because schedule didn't allow. So now, I was not about to let the creative momentum that. Um, that uh, COVID shut down. Uh, Riley's Unforgettable School Project was a way of staying current. And of course, it takes place with all the characters from After Forever. But I think it's just, a, it was a nice way of, you know, um, to write, to do a project on the most unforgettable person you've ever met is the premise. And while Michael was winding down, I mean, I went back to New York to film my segment, my scenes in the kitchen of Brian and Jason's house because um, I didn't have anything here in my house uh, that looked like Jason's wall or Brian's wall. So it was to also see Michael. I thought maybe there's a possibility I will not see him again. And that was something I just had to confront. And I think for us, we talked about that day too when I saw him, I said, um, uh, so season three, we're going to start up as soon as we get the clearance on COVID, this and that. He goes, absolutely. Like he was ready to go until he wasn't. And that's what I think um, the offering is, is for him um, to carry on the legacy that we've created together to, um, to work out um, the completion of something. I, I know in my heart of hearts, I have been chomping at the bit. If I do not get season three up and produced, I will not be upset with um, Michael having died and not been able to be part of it. I will be upset with myself for not having been able to carry out the completion of the story that I think is so important because I think season three is the very crux of the healing that starts for Brian. So um, Michael comes to me. I go to him. You know, I have my, I have my, whatever, my, 
voiceless voice hat on. Uh, I, I get through it. I, I see him sometimes. Um, he'll be in a dream once in a while. But he's he said to me very early on. Uh, we were get, we were talking about his memorial. Um, I said he goes. I want Katie to sing. Uh, Katie, in case you're listening to this, I don't know if you know this yet, but Michael has requested that you sing oh, "When the Saints Come Marching In," just like you did in season two. <laughs> so that that I said, can I sing something? He goes, absolutely not. You're a writer. <laughs> Write it down. I said, I I know I'm a writer, but I also am a singer. Nope, nope, no. So, um, well, he doesn't have much say in the matter now, does he? But um, no, it's just. Uh, I, I think Michael's really, um, he's so present in the entire cast and in the entire, you know, we just, we all are kind of like untethered because how did this happen? It's still kind of swacks us in the face sometimes. And you just have to breathe through it. You know, some days are easier, some days are not. So my third so, question. I don't know if that answered I, your question. Um, no, it, it, I, I it wanna, really I, does. I want to do it. I want it to be done. I, I want to do it not just for my, but for my completion. Is there anything, is there a GoFundMe or anything that those of us that are, you know, diehard fans can do to oh to help make it happen? That's not my third you know, question, but I'm going to ask that anyway. Okay, but I, but, you know, I, everybody does a GoFundMe. Everybody does one for their CD, for the movie, for the this and that. So I find so many of these, I would love it. If people want to send in money for a tax-deductible donation, I will put it on the website, and, and it's, you know, we'll make it happen. Um, uh, it, is, it, is, it is triple the price that it was the first year. So yeah. we're, making, <clears throat> we're making a very, very tiny piece of film for an extraordinary amount of money. And um, I, I'm every morning I'm up at the crack of dawn answering that bell. Come on, money, money, money. But I think there's, um, for me, the misconception is to do a GoFundMe or to do a, whatever the other social money raising things are. It's a whole other, it's a whole other uh, occupation. And right now, I'm just trying to memorize my lines and I'm trying to make sure yeah. everything's in alignment for when I go to New York. So um, if you want to help me spearhead that, great. I'll take any extra little penny we can. All right. We'll talk so offline third, on that. Now the third so, question. <laughs> my, my third and, and final question, and thank you so, for being so generous with your time as you always are. Oh my gosh. I yeah. love you, you know, guys. It's, it, it's been decades, you know, since you were in the slasher film and <laughs> since you mm-hmm. debuted as the hot Dr. Craig Wesley, um, <laughs> you know, and then, of course, actor after forever. So mm-hmm. the business is so completely different. And, and I'm not going to digress into all the different ways, but when it comes to the LGBTQ plus community, it, it really is so different. And after forever is a big piece of that. And then now to see, I'm 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 all for the story. I'm all for Craig living his truth. Um, I am too, spoke, actually. Yeah, we spoke about you know the love story between Nancy and and I'm all for that too because I was part of that. I lived that with you guys. I loved, I loved, loved, loved mm. Craig and Nancy's love. But I'm all for this too. David asked you. If Craig could tell Craig, I'm going to ask you, what does Kevin 
now, Kevin, know about himself, about life, about the business that would have helped Kevin back then navigate through? And in, in this sidebar piece of this is for all listening out there who love soap operas because they're afraid to come out because it gives them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When you give this answer, you know, give it in, hmm. in that vein. What Hello. would Craig now yeah. – I'm sorry, what would Kevin, God yeah. forgive me, what would Kevin <laughs> now, what advice would Kevin now give to Kevin back then in, in the realm of the LGBTQ community? Um, I think it's, it's simply um, uh, don't listen to the hate because it goes into your head and then you hate yourself. So it's more about just love yourself. You're, you're perfect the way you are. You know, you, this is really what it's about. Um, uh, there's, there's, there's so much trauma around it still. I can feel it because the question is touching to me and it's, it's a beautiful question. And I think that it's, um, it's, it's deserving of a really, uh, I might have to go journal this and come back out of the way. I've got so much work to do. But I think it's really about um, uh, I would I would put my hands on his shoulders and I would look down at him and I would say, "You are loved. You are loved, and you don't have to worry about what anybody else thinks, even your parents or the family or society. You are so loved. Now go and play and be free, because that is the truth. Again." I was I was raised being told that Jewish people are the chosen people. And then I would say, but why isn't my best friend Johnny down the street chosen? He's my best friend. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. in the same class together. You know, so why why does something that used to be celebrated in the Roman days. Uh, you know, why is it when two women are together, it's okay. When two men are together, that's what feminine. I, I, all that noise has nothing to do with your heart, with your talent, with your creativity, with your outward love that you can give. Nothing to do with it. Just nothing. But we don't see that at that age. We just don't. And I'm sorry. It's just you don't. So it gets better, folks. It gets better. That's what you tell younger self, whoever you are. Kathy to her younger Kathy. John to his younger John. Mary to her. It gets better, and it's okay to be exactly the way you were created. Perfect. That's All right, so we've got a crack in our ass. We're not all perfect. We've got cracks in our ass this week. So I will definitely, you know, you know, hit you I, up I, online. I just want to thank you guys. That was so beautiful. I, well, I want to thank you. I, I have so much fun with this show. I really <laughs> do. And I just, um, um, I'm glad we did it. And um, please send me the link because I think you guys always. Now, next time we do this show, when we get after Forever Done, I'm just letting you know I want questions ahead of time because they are <laughs> to be, they're too profound to just throw away. <laughs> Um, you guys well, you are know, great. We, we, you guys, you know, we like to make that. Right, we can definitely make that happen. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, 
I was gonna, I was gonna say you think you know the questions, but then all of a sudden it'd be like, wait, wait a minute, hold on. Like we're gonna send you a, uh-huh. we're gonna send you a script of questions, and then we're gonna be like, I'm you know you. what? So I'm gonna give you something this, different. You, you guys, you guys rose to the occasion. You guys rose to the occasion. Uh, this oh, is a man. good. This is a great question. Everyone, what James is trying Thank to say, you. Kevin, is that you're so deep that when you give an answer to the question that we're prepared to answer, ask, it, it, it gives us four, five, seven more questions because you're so deep. You go so deep into answering us. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking it out. I'm just working it exactly. out. That's uh, that's all I do. It, it, I, I don't I don't know if it's deep. I just need to I need to take it's the time human. to work out the equation. Yeah, but it's the right. equation again. By the by the way, the answer was two. <laughs> <laughs> and happy birthday to you, girl. Uh huh, girl. I'm smart. <laughs> look, girl. Look, uh-huh. that- yeah, look, I'm going to be honest. Youth understudy for Hugh Jackman. Sing to her. Sing to her, Kevin. Uh, Sing. I, I, I will not. I will not. I stood by for Hugh Jackman. I did an understudy, and I will sing to her this. Um, I wish you the uh, – I wish you – I wish you these wishes. Uh, oh, God, wait. Now I'm on spot. I wish you – I wish you these wishes. Put drinks in your glasses, one food in your dishes. People to nourish and cherish and love you. A lamp in the window to light your way home in the haze. I wish you the sweetest of nights and the finest of days. Happy birthday. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, oh, my God. Good night, I'm going to go back, oh, and, go back and raise money for After Forever. Um, it's good to hear you, buddy. No, I will hit you up offline, Kevin, because I'm going to help you raise Jimmy. some of this money. Yeah. But well, you are always welcome here. Absolutely. Yeah, always. Thank you. I love you guys. Not a problem. Love you too. Be safe. Bye. Bye, Kevin. Thanks. Thank you. Kevin dropped. Wasn't that great? Oh, my. Oh, my God. Oh, my. (laughs) I I have to say, you know, I've been doing this show for a couple of years now, and and as I referenced to, Kevin has joined me on my other podcast, which is Pride Connection. Um, He... And we we had two episodes with Michael as well. He really gives us his soul. He doesn't answer the questions to Mm -hmm. be, you know, he doesn't answer as a soap star. He answers as a man. He answers as a human. He answers as what's in his heart. And and every conversation we've had with him has been absolutely amazing. And, And I am so thrilled and happy that, you know, he chose us to, to talk about Craig and Craig's journey. And for those fans out there, I, I'm a gay man, so I'm going to tell you this. It hurt me in the very beginning. I didn't want Craig to be gay. I, I'll be honest. Because I loved, 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 loved what that story told. What Tracy and uh, – Tracy, excuse me. Um, you know, uh, yeah, the young and the restless. Yeah, oh, thank you. Tracy yeah. and Brad, um, Nancy, and, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. You know, Marcy and Marcy now they they got there in a different way. They got there, um, but what we didn't see in, in in all the other soaps, Days of Our Lives gave us. So the part of me wanted to say, 
oh, don't make him gay. Make someone else gay. Make, make Xander gay because he's so damn hot. And, and, and to see him actually come out, you know, there's so many others that can, can go this way. Don't take this away right. from the story, the beautiful storyline. And yet, he's right. It doesn't happen linear. It doesn't happen the same way for all of us. I came out right. because I looked in the mirror, and I had an experience, and I said, oh, I can't go back now. I mean, I can. I can deny. I can pretend. But I didn't want to. But right. the same thing, you know, Caitlin slash Bruce, you know, in her early 70s, that's her truth. That's mm-hmm. her truth. And, and, and it's just as beautiful as me doing it 19 years old. And so I'm so I'm so I'm I'm so thrilled that Kevin vocalized it, voiced it the way the way he did. Because I hope that, that the fans out there listening understand, you know, it doesn't it's not linear. It doesn't we don't know. I, I, I went all the way through high school with a girlfriend for three years in high school, played baseball, et cetera, et cetera. And and the relation, so to speak, you know, the, the, the daytime love in the afternoon it was good. And then I had an experience, and it was like, oh, my God, wait, what just happened? Right. And little by little, I, I, I understood inside myself, but it doesn't happen that way for everyone. No, and right. marriages and children and things happen. So, oh, my God, I'm so thrilled with tonight's conversation. I, I, was... I will say that when I was watching this, <clears throat> And, and and the thing is, I, I you guys all heard me on social media and stuff about this storyline, is that I know people who are like late bloomers and find their sexuality late in life or <clears throat> have had to cover it up because, and like you said, the outside world would kind of be like, oh, no, no, no. And I think because I I remember when, when they when it was coming out, you know, like, it was going to be Craig and Nancy, and I was like, why? Why dumb? Because for a lot of people, because you said about Tracy and Brad and, and Alan, Marcy, and I can think of Ashley and Coop on Gone Light, but with That's Craig true. and Nancy, yes, girl. you know, with Craig and Nancy, it was uh, something that you really didn't get to see much on daytime. I don't even think you see it today, is where you do have a full-figured beautiful woman who didn't have to make herself skinny or was the best friend, you know, like the, the popular girl's best friend who has low insecurities about herself. And then there was the hot guy, right, who he just was like, yes, give it to me, baby. Yeah, yes. yeah. Because you Candace, it's, that. Always, it's always that they're, they're, they're with that, you know, that pinchy boy look, you know, boy body girl right. who's mean and, like and things. And then they see the full-figured girl who has the heart, and she's so good. And so how could he right. not fall in love like, with her? Right. Yes. And it gets to that point yeah. where they kind of, Days of Our Lives, I will say, did break that, that mold. So when this storyline happened, I felt, I felt like I was Nancy because I felt hurt. And I think one of the things that, I, you know, everybody says I slam wrong enough, but I will give Days of Lives something because they did cause a stir between two representations. You had, yes. you know, the LGB community versus full-figured, you know, The full-figured women. ladies. And it was yeah. like, yeah, and it was sort of like, how can you do that 
pinning two important representations because let's be real for a second. We all watch daytime television, right? We've been watching it yeah. for a long time, okay? And right. there's not a lot of this representation with these two on daytime. When they yep. ever have a four-figure person, and I'll just say it, it's usually when, like, they'll, they'll be, like, the life of the party, and then it's the sad after-school break special where they're like, he's going to run to her because she's skinny. Or the next such-and-such, she's going to start dieting. She's going to be starting to not eat. Then she's going to get weight loss treatment. Now, if it's a healthy right. reason why, you know, but it's usually, like, to get somebody. Or, you know, and it was just like, I felt, I felt stuck. I'm going to be honest because I was like, <clears throat> like you said, with Craig, I was okay with, you know, them saying he was, you know, the realization and stuff. But then I was like, please, please do not go back in the history and say this. I was like, watch them do it. Watch them do it because he didn't want to hurt her feelings. Because I know some people who have done that. I know yep. some people who have yep. kind of because they were afraid or because it was not accepted that they went ahead and they did all this. And so when that scene where Nancy said we had children together, you've got to start, you have to think about the other side. And I think Dave did a really good job with that. Yeah. I can, you know, yep. and then it was that point where it's like, okay. Cause I know people was afraid to say stuff on social media because like we, like you just heard people get judged for their opinions. All yeah. the time. And it's like to a point you don't want to offend anybody because, look, one false word can change the whole sentence. But it's yeah. like you have to have this kind of, you know, communication where it's like, well, okay, this is my opinion. I feel <coughs> as da 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 without sounding like a homophobic. Or I don't want to be disrespectful to, you know, four-figure people. But, you know, like, and you have to watch yourself. So I was like, okay, Dave, you say one false move, you one false word, and it changes right. the whole scenario. You really, and yeah. I, but I mean, currently right now, you still have two representations who, more so the Craig and Nancy fans, because I said this, you know, for days or lives, okay, I'm going to keep it real. A lot of you guys did not think that there was a loud Craig and Nancy fan base out there. <laughs> Yeah, there is. Yeah, you got you got the Jarlanas, you got the Sand fans, you got the state the Sailor fans. When this story came, and you got the Crancies. Yep. But you know what changes? Yep. But you got to go one step further in this and say that because and I've been watching and 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 I'm still gonna watch because if they misstep. There is a faction of the population out there that was waiting for days of our lives, days of our lives, to say, you know, Nancy was safe because she was the big girl, and I am so thankful that up to this point they haven't done that. And Ron, if you're listening, make sure you don't do that. Right. Make sure you don't have, do that. I only have one problem though. I do have an issue. Yeah. It's the pain in this, and I love Patrika Dabo. I love Patrika Dabo since she was on Growing Pains. Step by step. Yep. She, 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 yep. like, I literally grew up with this woman, okay? My, when I saw how Nancy looked, I was like, we're not doing Oh, this. yeah, yeah, I remember I that. I said, we're not doing this for the story. Like, if, if, you know, like his, because when I saw Nancy, I was like, she looks like Mrs. Beasley from Family Affair. 
<laughs> and, you know, for those who didn't get that, I'm still young, but I still know about this show. Thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> reruns. But I was a like, wait a minute. Red, I was like, red hair, sexy. What, what, what's going on? And I was like, if this is for the storyline, I'm going to. Actually, I said she looked like Mama from Mama's Family. I ain't going to lie. Oh but, my God. I was like, but I said more so Mrs. Beasley because I was like, I'm not used to her frumpiness. And this is not a dig at yeah. so people don't say, you know. She was wild. That they dress nasty. And I'm just like, where, where is the boom, 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 pow? Like, what, what, what's happening here? And then when, I I, when the storyline came out, I was like, no, we're not, no, no. So I will say this. Days caused the uproar. Again, like I said, with the Crancy fans, because, again, if you didn't think there was Crancy fans out there who was on social media, all I could say was it was that Thursday at, I'm going to say the exact time, 7.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitter, Crancy Nation came out and was like, we're not going to take this. No, we're not going to take this. And then then it was like, okay, wait, because Friday they weren't on. But Monday and Tuesday they were. And yeah. the acting, I will say this, Kevin and Patrika and Nadia. They're wonderful. On. They, on. they delivered. On. It was spot yes. on. Because yes. I can see Chloe being like everybody else. If this is a joke, it's what's going on here. Who is he? Like, I want some questions because as a yeah. like, you know, like, what do you, you need to tell her the truth. And I'm like, listen. In Brooklyn, we have we have a saying, and I can't say the first word out loud, but it's the F word. In Brooklyn, we go yeah. F out of here. And, yeah. and honestly, right. you know, Chloe, that was that. F out of what? F out of uh-huh. here. But they needed to we play gotta, that beat. We gotta get going. We got. We, we do. Okay. We gotta get going. Uh, All right. What was so, it was a great experience. It was such a thrill. But I agree with all of you, too, as Proud Demon, that it it definitely took me when I did find out about what they were going to do with Nancy and with um with Craig. And, again, I was worried that they were going to ruin it just a little bit. Nothing on Ron. It's just once you go that way and you ruin a character, it gets messed up because down in the future, the storylines, they go back to it. So thank you, Ron, for not ruining the characters. You're doing a great job. I'm enjoying the storyline, where the journey takes us. I'm looking forward to seeing how Craig interconnects with Leo. So the storylines are heating up. Thank allegedly. You. We're going to say allegedly. Okay. Real, real quick. We it to, is allegedly. We have but to real, move. But real quick. Is there anyone on this call right now that does not want to see Craig and Leo interacting in some ha- form of you mean You mean hashtag Cleo? Well, are you thinking? I'm thinking... Leo is the other man. I mean, because he is coming I, back. I, so is that a pos? How strong I, of a I possibility would, do you think that is? I mean, I if think, you're like a I think it's about seventy percent possibility. I am so oh, we do have, I am yeah. so waiting we got, for this. We got Will, I, I, I mean, Sonny, and Chad involved in a storyline that I again, I guess allegedly, but I thought it's all connecting up to Leo because um, isn't the cat out of the bag that he's already back? Well, I mean, we know, we know I Greg Rickard. Right, Greg Rickard, they did announce that Greg done. is back. But it's like the timeline, if you're, look, if you're a detective, right, and by the way, Law & Order, NBC, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yes, the original. Three, yes. three, three hours, three hours of Law and Order on Thursday. Must see TV is back, folks. Anyway, yes, but that, was a side, that, yes. was a side pro, that was a side promo right there. But the thing is, is that the way that Craig is that is acting like a high school, you know, giddy, like, <laughs> and everything. And I think us fans are like, wait a minute, hold up. Leo's coming back. There's no way. There's no way. But then you start thinking about it, and it's like, oh, yeah, there is a possibility. I'm going to be real with you guys. I think some people said it. If it's Leo, that is going to trigger a lot. It's like, wait a minute. Hold up. Does Craig know the real Leo? Is Brady going to bring up what he did with Sonny? Like, we... There's so many possibilities, but... There's so many. What do you think, Sarah? That's the thing. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up right there, because this is uh-huh. where this is where the so fandom has a problem. You want story. You want stuff that's going to bring in the, the juice, et cetera, et cetera, except you don't want it that way. But you don't... So things don't seem to understand. They won't be on the air if you don't bring the drama that we're all looking for. You're right. We but, it's also, but it's also how you I do t- it. I, I tell you what, David. Okay, wait. I want to use oh the transition to General Hospital for a second. Craig's checking out John. Okay, no. no. No, no, no. I'm not down with him. If they're going to do some kind of he's lusting after and he's going to – no, no, no. I'm not down with that. If he's appreciating and we move on to something else, I'm good with that. But if he, if Craig suddenly is going to be obsessing and, and trying everything he can to get with Johnny, oh, no, 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 no. But appreciating the fact I, Johnny's not in my league anymore either. I, you know, I've passed my 45. I, I never, ever admit this on podcast, but I'm going to admit it tonight. I just recently passed my 45. I'm, I'm not going to go after a Johnny. And if Johnny wants a daddy, I'm going to say, okay, you need to go talk to your own daddy. I, I'm not going to fulfill that role, but there's nothing. But I will tell you, I will look and say, mm-hmm, mm, mm-hmm. But so let's use this though to transition to General Hospital. Okay. Well, there there was there have been a couple of Peter is dead parties on Twitter Spaces. That's it. I've got to say thank you, thank you so much for the way the storyline did go. And Felicia, oh my God, girl, you did it! You, you, you definitely are my hero. And thank you so much. I love you. And I wish Crystal would have joined the storyline. It would have made it so much more exciting with ratings. But I can deal with Felicia being back. Thank you. Okay, I got three things to say real quick. First and foremost, I, you know, there's been some stuff on on the Twitterverse, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they should have just killed him. He should have just been dead with the tire iron. No. No. That is soapy. That is soapy. That is classic soapiness. That Anna sat there and watched him take his last breath. No. We needed that. So that's first and foremost. That's my own personal opinion. I'm not going to tell anybody else how they should feel, but think about it for a moment. Can I add to that, Anthony? Go ahead, because I got two more points. What I was reading... This is what I think came from the SOD. I was just reading it tonight, that the reason how they did it was it started with Anna, and it had to end with Anna. Exactly. Thank you. 
Thank you. And we that needed to see him. That makes a lot we of sense. We needed to see him circle. take his last breath. Because, you know, a lot of the soap world wanted to hear, you know, Felicia or somebody going, chop his head off. He's got to be dead. Chop his head <laughs> off. Then we know he's really dead or whatever. No, no, no. We needed that dramatic moment. We needed because this is going to juxtaposition. Mark my words. This is going to come back to haunt Anna and Maxie. We're going to hear more of this down the line. Probably this be. is good, good storytelling. Now, my second point that I want to address Folks out there, okay, get off your horse and leave Christina Wagner alone. You loved her when you loved her. The choices that the writers made for the character should not affect the way that we feel about the way the actress, she's always been. She's been a Cupid doll. She's been the princess. She's been the cutie with a backbone, with a... And, I want to just remind folks, she also had a dalliance with Luke that was rather significant. Yeah. So, yes, folks, stop saying, what did, Felicia, what did Felicia have to do with Luke? Okay, go back in history and understand that Felicia and Luke, just like Felicia and, and Alexis, just uh, Luke and Alexis, Scandalous. just like, yeah, no, 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 they had. So she has every right. But to my initial point, if, if her Cupid dollness is what the character is. She's not going to come back all of a sudden all kinds of different. If this is who Felicia has been for 35 years. Get off your horse and let it go. And the third and final point I want to make is, here's the thing. You all wanted a whodunit, the JR storyline. I get it. I get it. I, personally, there's a part of me that wanted it too. But you know what? They gave... They gave the audience what the audience needed to get to to get beyond the Peter August portion of all this. The Who Done It storyline would have just propelled what's wrong, what what's been wrong in the eyes of soap fandom of General Hospital. They listened to us. They gave us what we wanted. They gave us what we wanted. Except yes. for the whodunit part. They wanted a definitive end to this cycle of madness, and they gave it to us. And just because we didn't get the whodunit part of it does not mean that the storyline coming and the continuation of the storyline is not going to be must-see TV. So that's my soapbox for tonight. Fans are let, asking let, about Peter. If he's dead, the, question, the answer to that is uh, yes, he is yes. dead. But I'm loving that the story is really like, most like sincerely dead. This pushes us to the next level. He this did. pushes us to the next level of where we're going to. Because don't forget, we're coming into spring, and you know that's March Madness, so anything can happen as far yeah. as for the characters to go where they're going to go with these new uh, storyline directions. So, yes, Peter's Here. dead, but the drama Here. will continue with the fallout. Here, here's the thing. First and foremost, General Hospital, thank you for my early my birthday present because it happened on my birthday and it ended the next day, so thank you. Um, <laughs> the, thing, the thing is is that I kept saying, I, if anything, because I switched it up so many times, but I kept saying if anything should happen to Peter, Maxie needs to be there. And the reason that I kept saying that was because Peter was, is obsessed 
with Maxie Jones. That's the mother of his child, right? Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, of course, Anna would have to be there. But I didn't want her to kill him. And I think that's what a lot of fans were saying. They wanted Anna to kill Peter. I did not yeah, want that. I saw that. The no, wild card, The wild card in all of this was Felicia. And I loved it. I loved it. That Felicia, because if you've been watching General Hospital for a long time, you know the unbalanced and toxic relationship Maxie has towards Felicia Jones. If you don't, go on YouTube. There's a funeral scene that Kristen yep. thought that yep. deserved a damn Emmy for that she got robbed yep. of the nomination. And I'm still going to say yep. it, where she read Felicia for being a bad mom. In this moment alone, it may not have been like the whole, this is my sacrifice for being, you know, for, for, to, to be a good mother. But in that moment, Felicia was a good mother to Maxie. Because that girl came, because Felicia came to her daughter's aid. Yep. There we go. Came to her daughter's yes. aid. Yes, Felicia and got, now, and and did that. And Felicia got redeemed saving her daughter. Yes, exactly. Well, here's yes. the thing. I'm going to say. I'm wait, gonna wait, say, wait. Hold up. Hold up. Following on that thought, though. Now, GH, do the right thing. Now, reverse the storyline. Now, have Maxie stand up for Felicia when Ryan escapes and, and comes. Because that oh, whole yeah. Felicia's a grandmother. I'm not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's what, and that's what I'm that saying. Wrong. Like you saw, you saw. Here's the thing. This is I'm gonna be. This is how good. If you're a General Hospital fan, you probably saw some, you know, like, you know, certain like parallels to Felicia and Ryan with Peter and Maxie, right? Okay. All right. Yep. Mm, pretty much. Uh, yes. This is where. <sighs> GH, I'm giving you your props, so please take it right now. This is one of those things where, as a writer, somebody was like, okay, Felicia did this. Did she see herself in Maxie and see Ryan and Peter and kind to do what she couldn't have done the first one, two, three, four times? The fact that also Felicia owed it. To her daughter, because there's been a lot of times Felicia has dropped the ball of being a mother to to that woman, to Maxie. The fact that Maxie had to kind of sacrifice herself, if you really think about it, Maxie sacrificed herself by doing what she was doing. That's that's, that's Frisco, Felicia's daughter right there, y'all. She may not always have that that brilliance, but she's that, that girl. I was like, you're going to have to have Maxie there. And I love the fact that it did come full circle because I was like, watch it. like, please, Anna, don't. Then I was like, please, because at first when Peter dropped the gun, I was like, that's going to be a key point. When, when Felicia hit him, I was like, he's going to try to get up or, or something. And I could see Maxie being the one to shoot because I had a whole different scenario. I thought so that I. You thought she was so going to like wasn't going to get the job done. The gun, like I could see I Peter, Maxie and then Maxie was going to have to shoot the gun and shoot him, right? Yep. And shoot him, and that Anna, and you know, they're all like going to protect her. I love and how cover it, it played yep. out. Right, I love how it played out. I love the fact that Anna felt all of the emotions that she did because, yeah, she felt guilty, she felt ashamed, she felt emotional. 
I will say this. Exactly. And wait, Candice, let's remember something. Because I think a lot of people, and it's not real life, but we we suspend our belief, disbelief, et cetera. She has memories of giving birth to him. She has memories of him being her son. So Mm -hmm. even though now that it's disproved, those memories are still there. Those feelings are still there. Those feelings. Those feelings are, that's why she's crying. And she feels as though she kind of let him down in a sense. And I think that's that's the thing, is that when you're a parent, because this is what I actually took away from. As a parent, you see what what certain events does to your children, right? Yeah. Like you just said, even though Anna is not his biological, she has the memories. So it's like half of her is, is like, did I make him into this person? What could I have done or Alex could have done, you know, in that situation? With Felicia, Felicia, just to let you know, Maxie doesn't always make the best choices. Just saying. But, you know, it's like it's one of those things where you can take it as it is. At the end of the day, though, Kurt, Kurt Storm, Christina Wagner, Feeling his and yes, Wes Ramsey, y'all did a good job. Y'all did an amazing did job. Good okay. job. It was excellent. Real so, quick, because we got to go to other soaps, but I have to yes, throw yes. this in. And they also I, they also hit the beat. Don't forget they hit the beat because yes, Maxie did not kill Peter. She did walk away, and kudos for Maxie for doing that. But she got her day. She told Peter, Peter, she told you him did off. This. Yeah. Peter, you did this. You killed, you ruined everybody's lives. You did this, you did that. Maxie finally got her say. Thank you, thank you, writers. You finally got the assignment. But she still has to live with something. Okay. That baby. So I, I got one more thing to say about General Hospital before we go into another show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not team Nina and Sonny, but I oh. like. I, I like every beat of it so far. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I do. Everybody else can send me hate mail. Anthony thirty one C on Twitter. I love it. Send me hate mail. I, I love that. Here's the here's the thing. The the arc that changed Sonny because of Mike and the history of Sonny, I'm sorry, they're playing it to the hills. Between the medicine and now the alcohol, et cetera, et cetera. Based on yesterday's show, I don't know what happened today. I'm sorry I didn't get to see it. But based on yesterday's show, it seems like Nina and Sonny are going to hit the sheets again. They played it perfectly. They sat there in that room and decided what was best for their family, and they parted ways. And and the character of Sonny, he has never been alone. There's always been a woman who's There's always been somebody for him. Sonny's pieces. So it's not bucking history. This is exactly what we've seen. Brenda, uh, Lily, uh, Agent, what was her name? Agent, Connie, Sam. Uh, So they're not changing history. Sonny is who he is. He's going to go, he's going to leave that message. Oh, girl, I know you love Mike. That's not out of character. That's exactly who Sonny's been. Except there's mm-hmm. that little piece of Mike that's also playing into it. I love it, love it, love it. You don't have to yeah. love it, but don't bash on. They, they haven't changed Sonny. They haven't changed him. When when one woman can't give him what he needs, even that, uh, what's her name from Young and the Restless, uh, Margot or whatever her name was on General Hospital, I don't even remember no more. But, you, you know, when he's not getting what he needs from the primary woman, He's always had a backup. He's looking elsewhere. This is nothing new. 
All right, David, where are we going next? Um, Young. Okay, so wait, real quick. So Robert Young Newman. Was, oh my yes, God. Wait a minute, wait yes, on, Robert on, Newman is going to Wait a minute. Yes. Let me say this. So Young and Russell and Bold did not come on today, obviously, because right. of news. They are going yeah, to be shown tomorrow. They're not going to do like put it on Paramount Plus or anything like that. They're going to start. So to Thursday's episode will be Friday's. So they did show some encore presentations, which made me a little mad at Bold. Bold, we got to talk later. But now let's yes. go back to Young and the Rosslers, a.k.a. Robert D. Newman. Yes, yes. Let me, first and foremost, if anybody knows me, hi, I'm Candace. Hi, hello. Hi, Candace. I am, hi, I am a band of soap. You. Thank you. Um, and particularly with this one soap called God and Light. I, was, I don't know if y'all know about that show. But, um, yep. just saying. But, the thing is, is that when Robert Newman was announced coming over, you know, to take over from Richard, by the way, shout out to Richard Berg because you did an amazing job. And I love the fact. Richard, we love they you. Did, they didn't restart the storyline. They kept it going. But let me tell you about Robert Newman. I said to a lot of people, if you watch him or Gone Light, do not expect him to play Joshua Lewis, okay? He going to play a jerk. I kept telling people yeah. that. I forewarned people. Let me tell you how good yep. some actors are. This man has not been on a soap since, what, 2000? I mean, I'm not. And when I say Nine. soap, I mean network because he was on Venice, season six. Check it out. But it's had been since 2009, the last day of God Light. So this man has been out off of a soap network for that long, right? Almost 12 Let me years. Tell you, yep. Almost 12 years. Don't remind me. Um, <laughs> the thing is, he came in, and it usually takes some time. And I, I said that. I was like, don't get into it. I kept saying, the scene that I need to see is Robert Newman and Eric Braden. Let me tell y'all something. Yeah. y'all spoiled it to me. I was at work, and y'all said, somebody messaged me and said, Candace, your dream came true. I was like, what dream? What dream? I had so many dreams, right? And I came home and I watched it and I was like, Thank you so Jesus. I was like Yes. He has done an amazing job of playing this Ashlyn. To the point where I'm like, Now see, I want him gone. Like Ashlyn is getting on my nerves. <sighs> oh, but the thing yep, the because the big Robert secret came out. And Mark and Mark, oh and my Mark god, Ashlyn and Adam is so oh, intense. Yeah. I could feel and, the energy right there in the room. And then, and then you have Ashlyn and Victoria. Girl, Victoria, I'm hope I'm praying for you. Know I'm on your side. I'm hoping that you realize this is a play. This is an act. This is don't fall for it because desperate in love. But think like a business person and everything. I, I when I say okay, young and restless, you and me, we've had our moments. Right. Especially when, like, because I was like, there's certain storylines that's just like, oh. When I say how invested I am in this, because obviously it's the Newmans and anything with the Newmans, and then you got Michael freaking Baldwin being a boss and going, and he's like this, well, yeah, we found out some things in Peru. And then Ashley is like, who's this person that's him? 
Victor is Victor is Victor still. First and foremost, he's a businessman, so he's looking after his company. But then, like he tells Victoria and Adam, y'all two need to get 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 it together because at the end of the day, you're still family. And Victoria, oh my God, the storyline is so freaking good. I've got to say, I am loving the connection with Adam and Sally. They are my favorites. I'm enjoying them as a couple and where they're going with it because Sally is very headstrong. She's showing that she can be COO position because I love how she teases that she goes that she did used to run a company or something like that. So that was fun. I'm loving that. And I'm enjoying Jack and Phyllis's mystery. And I don't know if you've all been watching, but keep staying tuned because it will lead to Noah Newman as well coming up in March. Yep. So get ready. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Let me let me say something about uh, Adam and Sally, if I may. The show is called Young and the Rockless, and they are the young couple, and and I like them. However, and I'm going to speak my truth, as somebody who watched Sally on Bold and the Beautiful, what business experience does she have? Because every time she did something, she would have to go to either a Liam, a Thomas, or somebody else. When when Adam made her COO of the company, I said that wasn't a that wasn't a professional business move. That was a high school move because you know that if you if you get Sally on board with you, Adam, that's going to make a certain somebody jealous, aka your ex, which it kind of did because Chelsea was like, "Say what I do," but like Victoria said, "What kind of logic was this?" Now, yeah, Sally helped you know. With Victoria's wedding dress, what she should be forever grateful. Adam did save, you know, the wedding. But at the same time, Adam, you, it is amazing to me. You still want daddy's approval, but you feel as though you're the big boss. And like Victoria even said, too, is that Adam can do all kinds of bad things. But when he runs back to dear old daddy, dear old daddy always let him get his wife. But, Victoria, you're the same way, too. And that's why, see, Nick Newman, y'all always said something about Nick Newman. Nick Newman's the smartest person of them all. He was like this. Guess what? He's the same person. He's just, he's one way with business and another with family. He knows how to play yeah. everybody against each other. And that's why he's like this. Deuces. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm out. Because Victor's using Vic Adam, Adam, right? And he also, and that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that Victoria does not fall flat on her face. I am hoping because if so, I don't want it to be where she has to turn to Adam. Because I'm kind of getting sick and tired of it. Just saying. This is my opinion. And I like Adam for those who want to know. But to me, I just yeah. feel as so though if Adam is supposed to be the new man, and he kind of quote unquote said, I don't need the new man name. Okay, you don't need to name a name. And, and Candace, you, you know what I'm also liking is the fact yep. that even though it's Adam versus Victoria, I'm like you. If we could get something out of this storyline where Adam and Victoria become stronger as a sibling, the way we're getting it with Adam and and um and Nick, I'm all for it because these these siblings have been hating each other for years. If they yeah. could work together and come together. They could be killer. They yeah, could that, be powerhouse can I, can I, in the business. And I think that's what Victor wants. Victor yeah, knows what are the odds, he manipulates them, like, but he knows like, what he's doing. Like, to me, I like the rivalry. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, again, 
it's one of those things where, like, on one way to live, you had the Buchanan's versus the Buchanan's. On General Hospital, you had the Quartermains versus Quartermains. On Days of Our Lives, you had Victor pinning his grandkids against each other and then pick Xander, right? So to me, I like the business aspect. There is times where Victoria and Adam have come together for certain things. But the thing is, is that the one thing that they want is daddy's approval. Not together, but solo. Before Adam was even a blip in the sky, Victoria was the one who kind of got the approval. She is the belle of the boardroom. She has run her own company. Has she always fallen on her face? Yes and no. At, you know, Victoria had to work her way up versus Adam, who got a whole certified, you know, degrees and everything. Thank you, Victor. Right. You know, on his own. So it's sort of like, okay, you want to be a Wilson, you want to still be a, a Newman. Like Victoria said, you can't have it both ways. If you want to, like Victor said, if you want to be a part of this family, you have to think like a Newman. And that's why Nick again said to Victor that, I will never forget that speech, you know exactly what you're doing. You're a puppet master who's playing on your family's emotional, emotional distraught or something like that. That's why Abby... Right. Even though Abby's a Newman, she, 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 she ain't even nowhere near this. Speaking of Abby. Yeah. Real quick. Um, yeah, I, I have baby. a question for both of you because uh-huh. I'm confused. We all are. Yeah. <laughs> why, why is Devon a perfect match? And Abby's not? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say something. I feel that, uh-huh, I feel the story needs to continue, right? You can see it. You can see it. It is confusing. Because I was like everybody else, I was like, wait a minute. Is Devon the baby's daddy for real? Or did they switch results? What's going on? I get so confused as the storyline. It's like giving me whiplash. Okay, so here's where Candace tries to make logic of this. There are some cases where a where parents, especially biological parents, one is a perfect match all the way and one isn't. But I really was thinking, when they said all this, I was like, okay, the medical stuff is going to show that Devon is not the biological father. This is probably where they can recon and redeem Stitch a little bit. And I was all for it. I was like, yup, mm-hmm, yup, Stitch, Stitch locked sperm or somebody did, did exactly what they did back in the day with Abby's paternity, right? And I'm all, I was right, all for yeah. it. I was like, okay. But then when they said, Devon is a perfect match, and I was like, so is it not Abby's egg? I was like, who's egg could it be? And I was but like. did they confirm he's a dad? Because that's what I think I might have missed yes. that beat. Did they confirm yes. he is a daddy? Okay, daddy. okay, that's what I want to make that was sure. The whole point. That was the whole point of them saying that he's a 100% match to, to, to that baby. Because it I'm is like, confirmed, then we're saying. Right. So when I say that, I'm going to be honest, Young and Russell, I rapped for this storyline. I was like, I understand the beginning. When I say the beginning, I mean all the way to the beginning, beginning, like almost two years ago. Not even two years ago. When you had to do a sudden actor change and you didn't have an actor to play chancing. And it was like, okay, you're still, I understand as a writer. You, you know, writers have like two, three months of material that's already written out. And they're on a train to get all this done. So, yeah, you have to do emergency, like, rewrite edits and stuff like that. And then I kind of was like, okay, 
I can't defend it, but much longer. I'm like, everybody wants this girl to fall, Mariah to fall. They have a miscarriage and all that stuff. And now we're here, and it's like, okay, what's your point? However, I will say, Connor, who plays Chance, you're doing a good job with this post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm enjoying that. I will say that. I, I like him. Yeah. I love him. He is great. Oh my God! And I love those. I love his hair. It's so adorable. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that because obviously he does not. He doesn't want. I mean, he wants. It's a whole emotional detachment. But I, I will say that Young and the Rustlers, because we got a few minutes left. Young and the Rustlers, you're doing some things right, and you're still kind of doing things wrong. But I feel as though you know next month is a huge month for you. And mm. you know going oh, yeah. forward, you're about to hit 50 soon. That's all I got to say. Josh and where, company, where are we, Tina? So are, are we on 48? We're 49. It'll be 49 next month. 49? Yeah. Oh, and, well, and yeah. I wanted to 49, add, yeah. I wanted to add real quick. I am enjoying the chemistry with Chelsea and Ray. Thank you, thank you. I see where you're taking it, Ryan. Thank with you. That. I have some issues with that. We'll talk about that next week. Now it's the Bow and the Beautiful. Yeah. How dare you, Bow? Yeah. How dare you? And I say oh. it like that because. Oh, I have a question for you, Candace. Okay. I uh, that one question that that mm-hmm. you tweeted out yesterday. You said. Mm-hmm. And then I answered you, and you said you're not going to say, you said you'll be able to figure it out. And something mm-hmm. that, was it for bold? I can't say. You're not going to say. I can't I tell. When I tell you, I, I, no, no, because I, you, you would know me better than that. Here's what I got to say about bold. Um, you may have heard that something's going to happen that's going to change certain things. Things will never be the same again. I will say this. I don't know nothing considering the fact, but I feel as though something isn't adding up. And you know how Bold likes to kind of trick us? Mm-hmm. I would say I'm hoping for a trick because what I'm seeing now, because Stephanie Thomas is a little desperate. Sorry, I understand the cycle of emotional, you know, with the children and parents of divorces and all that stuff. Taylor is very desperate and it's not a good look. Brooke. It was only, like, here's my thing. It was only a kiss, but I understand you did it, but you should have also told the truth. Ridge, your trash, yep. already oh. talked about that. Yes. You guys. Yes. We had a great yep. time with Karen yes. Spiritus tonight. Yes. We had a great, yes, great time did. with Kevin. Check out After Forever, the series on Amazon Prime. Stay tuned. We're going to figure out how we can help with the next season coming up. Also, you guys, support all four soaps. Please. Like, seriously? Uh, so don't, don't forget to watch Boat and the Beautiful because the major tease for y'all, Taylor has the big secret that's going to rock all of Los Angeles. Allegedly. I'm telling you. Allegedly. But also, and also, and also check out Forever in a Day on all streaming services. And also check out our show on Blog Talk Radio. You know, just sit out, hang out and stuff and listen to what we think about the world of soap. Until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you guys. And thank you guys for all the birthday love. Good night. Good night. Love you all.
Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take-TwoRadio.com. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.